Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our God, our Maker. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our God, our Maker. For He sheep of his hand, just the sheep of his hand. Woe to those who drag iniquity with the cords of falsehood, and sin as if with cart ropes, who say, let him make speed, let him hasten his work that we may see it, and let the purpose of the Holy One of Israel draw near, and come to pass that we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. You have been warned. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like your warnings. Insert ominous music here. Yes, Samuel. Yes, because we are here <laughs> to tell you that the march of sin will try to claim every inch of creation. And that little word, try, is the important word because it ain't going to happen. God will redeem it all. Yeah, but... But until then, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Oh, it's not just here we are. It's there we go. Yeah, here we go <laughs> again on our own. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You ready? Let's get it over with. Are you sure? No. <laughs> yeah. But I find sometimes it's best to just bite the bullet, jump in, and keep going. <laughs> Story number one. Number one. The trans advantage. I thought you were going to say transatlantic there for a second. I'm like, that connects. That was a ship, the the passageway. But okay, so what is the advantage of trans or whatever that means? Transgender athletes have an unfair advantage in female sports and a new, air quotes, universal category should be introduced for them, a major review has suggested. Yeah, other. (laughs) This story needs to be filed under the pagans have discovered biology. Oh, really? The report... Mm-hmm. The report from the Sports Council's Equality Group. Okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Concluded that trans women, dudes, dudes, have an advantage in some sports, even when testosterone levels have been reduced. But not taken away. Anyway, okay. Currently. Yes, we know this. Currently, under International Olympic Committee guidelines, transgender athletes can compete in elite sports as a woman. Provided their testosterone levels are below 10 nanomoles, I have no idea what that is, per liter for at least 12 months before their first competition. So let's put this in in English. If you're a dude Mm -hmm. and you want to claim to be a chick. A dudette. Mm -hmm. And and, and you want to uh, compete in dudette division sports. Mm-hmm. Your testosterone levels, which is the hormone that males produce, must primarily. be below a certain threshold for one calendar year before officially being labeled okay to compete in the dudette division. Gotcha. With me so far? With you so far. However, yeah. The new review from the Sports Council's Equality Group. 
Okay. It sounds like like a dumb law firm in <laughs> a Bugs Bunny cartoon. It does. Which includes UK Sport, Sport England, Sport Wales, Sport Scotland, and Sport Northern Ireland. Okay. Ruled that testosterone suppression does not take away the physical advantage of trans women in female sports. So, in yes, other words, correct. dudes with low T still dudes. are still dudes. Yes, they are. Yes, because they are. of this. Uh-huh. It said that it isn't possible to guarantee safety and competitive fairness in some sports. All right, safety? I don't get the whole safety oh, aspect. But the competitiveness? I do. All right, yeah, please, because I'm thinking safety. I'm like, go look up rugby. Um, the what is it? Oh, uh, I'm thinking like running and no, jumping. No, and no, no, it's not, not the rugby. Run. It's um, shoot fire. Um, it's handball. Okay. There is some dude in who grew his hair out mm-hmm. and is competing in women's handball. Okay. And he's like six three, two twenty. Yeah, that's just not. It's like yeah. even if he's got low T. Yeah, so dodgeball basically. Well, it's not technical. Well, it's like soccer, but you throw it. Okay, okay. I've, I have mental image of what I think yeah. I've seen before. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I don't care if he's got low T. Dude is still six three and two twenty. Just the mass, the sheer size of this yeah. individual. It is not. Yeah. I mean, take a charge. No. Exactly. That's what they mean by safety. I don't want to get hit by somebody my own size. Or, heck, my youngins, for crying out loud, are 9 and 10. <laughs> I don't want them to come running through the house and hit me. They're going to kill me. <laughs> it even suggested that some sports could come up with new formats, such as non-contact versions of team sports, Tag that can it. be played safely and fairly <laughs> by everyone. No. The long-awaited document reviews the latest research, is based on interviews with 300 people and 175 organizations, and took 18 months to compile in other words we didn't just make this up like make this up and pull this out of the ether yeah we actually looked at the research and we all knew what was going to happen once they looked at the research reality was going to show up in other words it took them 18 months to realize we cannot find what we need what we want to find to prove that these dudettes can play with do with the girls it took it took a year and a half for them to become you two yeah yeah, they, they still, still hadn't, hadn't found, found what, what they're, they're looking, looking for. for. <laughs> Long-term evidence indicates that males have numerous physical advantages in sport compared with females, and this is recognized in law, the Sports Council's state. Oh, really? What code? So in other words... <laughs> God's law. So the in other law words, of nature. <laughs> the Sports Council's discovered biology. biology. Yeah. yeah, like... Ev- like I, Welcome to pre-K biology, yeah. boys, yeah. girls. And if you want another example of this, go look up the um the videos of the geriatric soccer leagues competing against college girls it's hysterical oh i know those college girls it's like going late sweetheart go those sit are, down now, go those get are, your nails done those are dudes right. with low t yeah they're, they're in like seniors. their 50s and 60s mm-hmm. it's the senior men's soccer league and it's soccer and I, I look i pick on soccer but it is a very technical sport i bet they ain't doing a whole lot of flopping well <laughs> them hips <laughs> but soccer is a very technical sport yes it is now there is a certain how do I want to put this? A, no, there's a certain aerobic necessity to be good at soccer. Gotcha. So when I say this, don't get mad at me, soccer people, okay? Like all one of you listening, probably. Soccer is not the most physically imposing sport. Yeah, it's not football. You're not running people well, over. Well, what I mean by that purpose. is like the guy, one of the guys in the running for best soccer player on the planet right now mm-hmm. is Lionel Messi. Dude's like 5'8 and 140 pounds. Gotcha. Okay? So, so, yeah, it's not an intentional 
I'm I'm intending to run you over. Now, contact I'm not calling sport. him a happens. wuss. No, that is soccer a contact sport? Yes, yeah. but it is not a physically oppressive sport in yeah. the same way that rugby, yes. if you want to go internationally, or hockey. Or yeah, American football would be. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So yeah. the reason I point that out is because you can look at 50 and 60-year-old men. Again, the poster children, or maybe the poster grandparents, <laughs> for what would low T look like. Yeah. And they are competing against college women who would be at the height of their physical abilities. Yes. And they're mopping the floor with them. Yeah, they are. Or for you international listeners, they're mopping the pitch with them. Oh, is that how they, they say it? Yeah, it's a soccer pitch. It's not a field. Oh, it's a okay. Pitch. Oh, I interesting. I, it's it's Europe. Sorry, I, I think it. of like tar and pitch and whatnot for, yeah, like, for, no, for no. a boat. No, this is like the pitch. <laughs> Swapping the, the deck. Yeah. Gotcha. It's it's not a field. It's a pitch. So there you go. They are. They're just. They're killing these women because they're just stronger, faster. Mm-hmm. Just inherently because they're dudes. So again, the international committees here have discovered. Biology. Yeah. Once Women again, are learning biology again. Why, why is this important? Because the world wants to lie. Yeah. The world wants to say, no, 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 no. We can infect that too. Just listen. Yeah. And follow if what we... we just have dialogue, you'll yeah. see. Yeah. Mm-mm. Again, though, you can't... Reality is undefeated. hmm But that doesn't mean sin likes it. Oh, no. And it doesn't mean the pagan mindset will change. This is why, Christian, when you're right, you have to not just stand there. You have to proclaim because truth (laughs) is undefeated. Yeah. Story number two. Two. This one was hard. Okay. I, I, I like... I try to cut these down to one page for my little, oh, so okay. I don't have to scroll it's through It's not like them. emotional heartaching hard. Well, this it is might just... be that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, I, 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 there you was so it. much good stuff mm. that I didn't, I, like I had to cut out so much good stuff. There is so much stuff that I wanted to include that I was just like, I had to edit this down so that we weren't going to be here for the rest of the day. Gotcha. Okay. This is like legit good stuff. Apocalyptic birth. Okay, maybe it's good stuff in air quotes. <laughs> okay, apocalyptic birth. I'm not sure what that means. Hey, I gotta get my I gotta get my good announcer voice ready here. Okay. I wish I had a hood. <laughs> Smoke plumes over the parched hillside as we load up our two cars for our first wildfire evacuation. Passports in a few bags, one neurotic pit bull, six very disgruntled barn cats. At the last minute, we toss in some baby essentials. Car seat. <laughs> co-sleeper but surely surely we'll be back home before we need them nearby two wild turkeys peck at the new fire break unperturbed by the human frenzy the gathering of domestic animals the churning of fields it is august 2020 and i am 36 weeks pregnant oh yeah just the stress alone of having a pack of car putting six cats in a car alone will cause me to go into labor i'm not even pregnant so yeah okay so okay let me help you out. As this, someone, this woman and her husband moved like from New York City to the middle of the rural Northern California area. Okay. She was pregnant mm-hmm. when wildfire season hit and they were evacuated. Gotcha. Okay. okay. I've picked it up. Gotcha. Living in out, living out in all that nature, a 25 minute drive from just about anything felt claustrophobic. 
How can be in the middle of nothing feel claustrophobic? I missed home. Uh, I yearned to hop on the subway, trade gossip with the self-proclaimed mayor of my block, stumble home and stop shame-faced at the corner bodega for a bag of expired goldfish crackers, engage with that pulsing, beating, bleeding hum of humanity that is New York City. I get her in that spec that 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 is a cultural change in going from big city, especially if she lived like in the city proper to the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I like the middle of nowhere. I've been into a proper city in two years. I could I had to get out. So I understand the the missing home. I get that part. But there's nothing like a global pandemic to make you see the value of wide open spaces, to find the beauty in sunburnt grasses, to see the hills dotted with live oaks, not as yellow, but as gold, to watch the fog unfurl like dragon smoke and think, this perhaps, this can be enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was her first blessing, that they weren't in the middle of New York City during the pandemic. I got you there. I the second it. blessing we'd been fool enough to name was my easy air quotes pregnancy. I'd been 15 weeks pregnant when COVID-19 shut down the state. My in-person appointments migrated to video. I purchased a scale and a blood pressure cuff. I dutifully reported the results every month. By and large, I felt pretty good, healthy, but this fiction too was about to go up in flames. The temperature soared, the barn cat's fur crackled, my feet ballooned. <laughs> cats fur wouldn't you leave them in the barn as it was on fire I mean, well maybe they were wood burning cats garfield <laughs> maybe so i still cannot believe they stopped in appointment meetings for yep, pregnant women they did in california they did and it they did that is now here's the best part her that's sister neglectful in the her sister point. died in her 30s okay and this woman has a family history of preeclampsia <gasps> Big no- ah, you find another doctor. You find a doctor who will see you. No, that is dangerous. Wait, wait. You're, you're about to have sympathy for this woman. Oh, I already have a little bit now. Well, let me I fix mean- that. Oh, okay. The decision to have children has always struck me as an essentially selfish one. Uh-huh. You choose out of a desire for fulfillment or self-betterment or curiosity or boredom or baby mania or peer pressure to bring a new human into this world. And it has never seemed more selfish than today. From a global perspective, having a child in a developed nation is among the most environmentally unsound decisions you can make. A baby born in the United States adds another 58.6 tons of carbon to the atmosphere every year. That wipes out the net positives of my 20 years of vegetarianism in roughly three months. (laughs) Okay, you're right. On the individual level, (laughs) as fires rage and hurricanes form, as water grows scarce and fields lie fallow, it's hard not to wonder, what kind of future can we offer a child? Stop eating the grass and eat animals so that animals can eat the grass to make more animals and you would have a future. Oh, my gracious. Okay, never mind. Sorry. So let me help you out in the midst of them evacuating from home. She's writing this? Wow, she's in a hurry. Well, no, she's writing this (laughs) later. In the midst of her evacuation, she goes into labor and they're worried about preeclampsia. So the doctor tells her, get your stuff, get to the hospital and prepare to deliver. Yeah. And she argues with the doctor because the baby's not ready and I'm not ready and all of this is going on. You don't get that choice. And so they start the induction and it doesn't go well and she ends up, basically she ends up in a C-section. Okay. And they get it all worked out. Okay, good. After the dust has settled, my father, my somehow still optimistic boomer father. Oh, just 
Oh, that sounded rough. Keeps talking about how crazy it will be for Jude to learn about the day he was born. I love that he's named Jude. In a pandemic, Wall evacuated for wildfires. And all I can think is how much I wish Jude might grow up in a world where the summer of 2020 sounds aberrational. I suspect he won't. As I write this, fires descend on Lake Tahoe, terrify- I'm sorry, defying all efforts of containment. And Hurricane Ida has devastated the Gulf Coast. Headlines blare about extreme weather, and I wonder when the newspapers will lose the word extreme. Oh, they won't. They've adopted that one. You're missing the point. She wants this to be an aberration for her child. There were wildfires and natural disasters and everyone was going to hell in a handbasket. But this is the new normal for his world. There will always be extreme weather to the point that the the TV stations won't even call it extreme. It'll just be, it won't be a major hurricane. It'll just be a hurricane. The new typical, the new normal. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, his his dad's like, this is an awesome birth story. (laughs) What does sensational look, sensationalism look like, Alex? Yeah. I'll take overblown for a thousand. Yes, exactly. You're just, you're looking at every little microscopic thing as if it is the big thing. And now, in the end, a why? healthy baby. And why? Why is she doing that? Because she's a hippie? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, not. that's part of it, maybe, because she's, she's too self-reflective. Self- I'll help you out. Yeah, please I'll help do. you out. Yeah. I'll take, where's her hope for 800? Uh, in the environment. Because everything she describes in, in detail, microscopically focused, is an environmental thing. In her environment, in yeah. her legacy. Yeah. In, yeah. in other words, is there anything beyond the end of her nose? No. Mm-mm. Is there any concept of eternity? No. Is there any guiding hand in history? Yeah, the words, this too shall pass, she has no concept of. And never will. And never will, yeah. is what's going on right now in my life is the most important thing ever. Therefore, the next most important thing. And then the next thing, and the next thing. Therefore, she will never see Welcome to what defeatism looks like. Yeah. She can't be excited about her child because of what they're going to do to the environment. You're going to undo all my hard work. I can't be optimistic about the future because there's going to be more hurricanes and more wildfires. In other words, there is no No. hope. Welcome to what the pagan sinful worldview gives you. Mm -hmm. It gives you you. You know what you make? A mess. A crummy God. Yes, you do. And yet, what does the paganism of the world offer? You. It's all about you. It's all about me. Want to talk about me? Want to talk about I? Talk about number one. Oh, my. Yeah, that's that's literally what they offer. There's nothing past that. There's no hope for anything beyond that. And And then the other thing that it offers is uselessness. What's her identity built around? She, um, she can drop all these right. carbon stats, and she's been a vegetarian for 20 years, and it's all going to be undone. In other words, the tribe that I've belonged to, the thing that I've worked my whole life for, is going to be taken away by this selfish, bored decision. Oh, wow. I hope her child doesn't read this. <laughs> that's why I was like going, really? You brought me in? You... So which is it? Did you were you bored? That's why you know what I'm bored. I'm having enough to do with my day. My house is clean. I hate a clean house. I don't have anything to cook for. I'm gonna have a kid, and now I'm gonna whine about it. Why? Why? Because the thing that she has defined her life by, she realizes, is vanity, vanity. and mm-hmm. striving after the wind. It's all gonna burn. 
Literally. Literally, yeah. All right. Oy. Oh, gracious. We don't have fun anymore. <laughs> we oh, need we to have more fun. Therefore, we have story number three. Okay. Offensive aliens. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting you to say, but offensive aliens was not. Now, are we talking about little green aliens or the ones crossing the border? Wait. <laughs> and there are they in football pads with the O for offense? Okay, go ahead. Demi Lovato. She's the the singer who, we'll get to that. Okay, so she's a singer, okay. Demi Lovato has declared that the term alien is offensive to... Aliens? Extraterrestrials. (laughs) (laughs) That, a terrestrial is land, so extraterrestrials are extra land. They're... Well, no, they're beyond land. They're beyond. So the word (laughs) alien is offensive (laughs) to to extraterrestrials. Lovato, who came out as non-binary in May and uses them, they pronouns. Oh, she's more than one. She's a nut. <laughs> it's a nut. Whatever. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. Oh, my goodness gracious. So well, this one individual calls this person well, all the names. Okay. Demi Lovato claims it is a derogatory term. And that ETs should be used instead, according to an interview. Have they discussed that with E.T. himself? I mean, he wasn't a movie. (laughs) I think that we have to stop calling them aliens because aliens is a derogatory term for anything, Lovato said. I'm sorry, when I read, I think, you know what I immediately pictured? You know what I heard in my brain? What's that? I personally believe (laughs) Miss Teen South Carolina Carolina. maps in a rock. (laughs) They only give them maps. They know what was going on. I think they have to stop calling them aliens because aliens is a derogatory term for anything. That's why I like to call them ETs. So yeah, that's a little tidbit, a little information that I learned. However, it is unclear where Lovato gleaned this little saying, information where did she from. Learn what voice in her head taught her this one? The star oh, yeah. is currently promoting. I love how they put this. Their new show because she used because <laughs> the voices in her yeah, head. Yeah, apparently <laughs> she um the new show unidentified. With Demi Lovato, where the singer takes a road trip in search for UFOs in this Peacock original series. Oh, the TV station Peacock. I'm pretty sure. However, Lovato might want to speak to bosses at Peacock, as in the official description of the show, they are referred to as... Aliens. aliens. <laughs> Whoops, minor mishap there. <laughs> The editor of the interview even put in a note stating, as per Demi's guidance, we have refrained from using the A word in this article (laughs) as it's an offensive term no matter who you're directing it at. The A word. (laughs) So I can call her an A word, (laughs) but I can't say the word alien. Apparently. (laughs) I don't make the rules. Neither does she. The people (laughs) editors her and all the voices in her head. Okay. (laughs) Let's, shall we work through the levels here? <laughs> it would probably behoove us First to of do all, so. Demi okay. Lovato needs to not be a thing. This is a person who has claimed struggles with some mental illness in the past. Mm. Oh, really? Well, I'm sure you're <laughs> just shocked by that information. <laughs> the is Chevy, Ch- Ch- um, Chevy Chase, <laughs> when he's shopping in the mall or during Christmas vacation, he goes, oh, look, it goes all the way up. <laughs> the penny line goes all the way up on the hill. My first thought was his words. Yeah, well. No. Hmm. <laughs> like, 
No. She needs some help. On top of that, she has now decided that she is a they-them. Because of the help that's in her head. Probably, yeah. Now. That definitely sounds like We've already gone down that road. Mm Mm-hmm. So now she has decided that little green men in flying saucers are offended by the word alien. Has she? That's probably who she's talking to. <laughs> that's who's in her head. She's got one. She's been abducted. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe she's been just, abducted and replaced with the aliens, and that's how she knows this. Maybe so. Maybe she's one of them. Although I hate the word flying saucer because I picture a cup and a teacup and a saucer <laughs> flying across from a little green. It's like a little carnival. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a space carnival. It's the tea, yes. It's like little teacups it's, and um, no. wear an alien suit and get in a teacup. I mean, no. So anyway. This is so right. now, sad. Well, here's the problem, though. Okay. At what point <clears throat> is any of this based on anything that I can objectively verify or test? Mm-mm. I it don't feel like she anymore. I feel like they, them. I don't care. Unless mm-hmm. you're two, no. And I don't mean two as in like you're two years old. I mean you are more like than one. Like the conjoined twins. They can go by that. The term alien is <clears throat> offensive to extraterrestrials. Based on what? what? Who did you talk to? Who is it? Yeah, what? It's like telling me I'm going to annoy Bigfoot. Did you ask? Did he tell you this information? Oh, apparently on TikTok there is some new evidence go. of Bigfoot. And it's actually like a steel camera. People even commented, hey, that's a real camera, not 1958 shamey camera. It wasn't taken on like a real photo from the 1920s, like during an earthquake. Yeah. People are actually commenting. I'll have to check it out later. Yeah, I think I saved it, but still. Anyway. Anyway, None of this is based on anything that is objectively true. Again, Christian, welcome to the pagan worldview. What do they offer? They make it up as they go and offer nothing. There you go. Because at the end of the day, they are double unstable and double-minded in all of their ways. The ground underneath their feet is <laughs> the definition of shifting <laughs> sand. <laughs> and truth in their world is relative. Mm-hmm. Christian, proclaim the truth. Stand for what is good and right because I got news for you. This is what you're up against. Yeah. It, it, mock this for all of its worth because it's not worth anything. anything. Which means it's worthy to be mocked, but then replace it with valid, grounded truth. Yeah, the Olympics just proved that this cannot happen. Didn't I just, didn't I tell you we were going to have fun? Mm -hmm. There you go. (laughs) So what have we learned here today, children? Reality is undefeated. So far. People are dying, literally, to belong to something. Yeah, they are. And from the world's perspective, everything is still stupid. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. So, yeah. Be encouraged, Christian. This cannot win because this has no grounding on which to stand, which means stand firm, grounded in the truth, secure in your knowledge, and you cannot lose. Until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. Bye.